Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrews. This is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we are available on AmericaOutloud.news which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. We always appreciate it when you share those on social media. We're going to get right into it tonight. This Biden administration is putting up uh, some retaliatory strikes uh, against Iran, even though from what we're hearing thus far, it's not directly in Iran. But people were curious what his response would be after the three dead soldiers, three black soldiers from Georgia. Of course, the media has not uh, played that up enough or talked about it enough how these American soldiers were killed in the Middle East under Joe Biden's watch, just like they tried to downplay when the 13 soldiers were killed in Afghanistan during that was disastrous withdrawal, just like how they downplayed uh, Biden leaving thousands of Americans stranded in Afghanistan. Uh, But that's just par for the course with the Biden administration. Uh, The media and the Biden administration are working in one. Uh, They work together as a team. It's not like they would actually call him out on any of this. But yeah, Joe Biden is... uh, retaliating against Iran, which is good to see, I guess, because something had to be done. You just can't let American soldiers die. But as Rob and I talked about uh, the last show that we did together, uh, this isn't exactly the president, or Lloyd Austin doesn't give you confidence either of someone that you want to be heading to war with. So uh, hopefully things don't escalate too much here. Uh, it doesn't look like anything major thus far, Rob. Uh, what do you think of the Biden administration's response to these dead soldiers? It just kind of seems like damage control to me at this point. Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to hear what we have to say about this, these strikes. You opened up saying that these are retaliatory strikes against Iran. I don't necessarily, I don't know if I agree with that, because I don't think that these are retaliatory strikes against necessarily Iran, more so I think is done to appease a certain base within the Biden White House or Biden administration or on the left. Because if they were retaliatory strikes against Iran, we would be striking inside of Iran. Now, I'm sure some would make the case, but they, they killed the soldiers in Jordan, and you have the Houthis in Yemen and in Syria. I, I get that. But we have Iran, who's funding these groups. We have Iran, whom Barack Obama decided to give billions of dollars. Trump stopped it. Trump was kicked out of office, was cheated out of office. Biden came in and said, oh, by the way, we're going to give them all this money. And ever since then, Iran has been attacking America's interests. Iran funded Hamas to strike Israel on October 7th. Iran has been funding a lot of these terrorist groups. Iran more than likely has terrorists inside the United States since we have an open border. 
an open border that the Supreme Court said that at Texas, they need to remove the fences. Now, granted, you have to look at what the ruling is closely because it wasn't anything, anything written in writing. They just gave a verbal reading as to what they think is happening, didn't pass a law, didn't say this is we're going to put our seal of approval on it. But when you look closely at it, they didn't say Texas does not have the right to protect this border. Now, you would think that Biden, Joe Biden, who's sitting in the White House, would want to protect us from foreign invaders. But he's not. He just, he's decided to look the other way for political purposes. They want more of these illegals to come here because they're hoping to change the Electoral College. They're hoping to change the representation by different states, mainly in Texas, if they could turn Texas blue. And if people don't see that, you don't want to see it. You're lying to yourself. But I bring all that up to say the border is open. Iran is sending terrorists here, sleeper cells. And later on down the line, we will look at this and we will say, how did they get here? Well, we don't have to ask the question. We know how they got here. They came here by invitation, compliments of Joe Biden. So the retaliatory attack should have been against Iran. And the places that they're striking, and everyone is saying, oh, wow, look at this. Oh, wow, wow, look at what the United States is doing. Well, look at, yeah, look at what we're doing. We're just messing up stuff once again. Because we're not going after key points. Oh, well, they bombed this and they won't be able to go there. Well, they left there, whatever you want to say there is. They left the barracks because the Biden administration let it leak to PMS, NBC, and fake news CNN, the Washington Post, the LA Times, where they were going to strike. And of course, of course, this is going to get back to the terrorist. Let's move our men. They're giving us ample time to move our men. I wouldn't at all be surprised, Andrew, if Blinken and Lord Austin got on the phone with their counterparts and said, well, you know, we're going to come here. We're just letting you know that. Oh, thanks for the heads up. We'll move our men. And what did we see like clockwork? We saw them moving their men to another location. So retaliatory against Iran? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe we're playing hide and seek with them. But this is all being done, as I said, to satisfy a fraction or some segment in Joe Biden's base to make it seem as if though we're powerful. But I'm sorry, that ship has sailed. Our global adversaries no longer fear us because they know that Joe Biden isn't going to do jack squat. He's afraid. And he should be afraid. Because if he hits the wrong site... It could escalate into an all-out war. We're already at war. Now, I, co- I know it's a matter of semantics that Congress has to declare war. The president can declare war, but the president can get around that. He doesn't have to say it's war. He can just launch strikes and say, well, I'm just doing this, which is what they all do. But the definition of a war is what we're seeing right now. But, you know, they change that the same way they change who the sexes are, who can be a man, who can be a woman, although we know that it's etched in stone since the beginning of time. But we have liberals who control a lot of the medium. Well, we're going to go in and we're going to change it. We're going to change definitions. We're going to change the, the meaning of is, is. Remember, Bill Clinton was so famous to change that definition. So it's like they have caught a blanche. We can change anything to appease us, to make us feel good. We'll change it. We'll even say that Joe Biden is full of energy, although we know he's not. He's not the energizer body. He has one foot in the grave and another foot on a banana peel. 
And at any moment, he could fall. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest here. Let's just frank talk. And that's the only thing I would be with my guest. Our audience is honest. Honesty matters. And that's the reason why I am speaking truth to power. What Joe is doing right now, he's playing with fire. And we will get burned. We will get burned because we don't have a man, a commander-in-chief, who knows what he's doing. Prior to him, we had all these people attacking Trump, saying that Trump is deranged. Trump is going to get us in a war. Trump is going to get us killed. No, Trump didn't get us any war. Trump kept us out of wars. Trump saved us. And when Iran thought that they could go against us, he said, you better be careful. Because if you kill one American, I'm coming after you. Not only am I going to come after you, I'm going to come after the top guy, Soleimani. And that's what he did. He went after him. No quibbles, no qualms. Take him out. We know where he is. Take him out. What are you waiting for? Take him out. Now, I'm sure there were some in the upper ranks, in the military ranks, who were, oh, I don't know. Should we do this? And they're probably calling John Kelly and calling all the other deep swampers saying, look at what Trump is going to do. Should we do it? Well, they had no choice but to do it. I'm sure Mark Molly didn't want to do it. He's too, he's too busy trying to understand white guilt. He's too busy trying to understand the sexuality, the sectional, sectionality of sexuality. Trump gave the command, and look at what happened. And did we have a problem from that day on with Andrew? Absolutely not. Because they knew that they can't mess with Trump. It's like, we better not pick a fight with him. Because he will come at us. And look at who he went after. And when Trump came out and said, he's dead, he died like a dog. I was like, hey, this is America right here. He was showing them that my God is bigger than your God, and you better not forget it. Joe Biden is saying, my pecker is smaller than yours, and I don't want anyone to know about it. But he's been exposed. I mean, Andrew, let's just face it. He's been exposed. They all know it. They know he's not going to do one thing about what they're doing. Three soldiers dead. Three black soldiers. Do you hear anybody saying, say their names, Andrew? Yeah, exactly. And Joe Biden's pecker, I have a feeling, is being propped up by pharmaceuticals for quite some time now. But uh, it's just like he's being propped up by his uh, handlers and his own administration. I mean, this is the only guy and the, the only president in the history of the U.N. where they had to transcribe his speech in English. Uh, he's just so far gone. Uh, this is all just so far above him he doesn't even know uh how to react what to do uh just like his entire presidency he's just being led by handlers and he'll do anything these people tell him to do he will do anything these people tell him to do which is what he's been doing but i want to go back to the question that i presented to you have you heard anyone say say their names the names of the three black soldiers who were killed Say their names. What is their name? Sergeant William Jerome Rivers of Carrollton, Georgia. Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders of Waycross, Georgia. Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffat of Savannah, Georgia. Say their names, Black Lives Matter, while yeah. they're about to celebrate you during Black History Month. Say their names. 
Yeah, then after criticism, Biden finally calls him. Of course, he does his normal routine where he uh, compares it to his own son, Bo Biden, dying in Iraq, I think he claims, although we know that's false. Uh, this is the same playbook from Biden time and time again. And yeah, the media is completely downplaying it. Could you imagine had this happened under President Trump? Uh, there'd been a Black Lives Matter riot, probably. There would be a riot. But I wonder why the media has not said their names. Joe looked as if though he was about to kill over Andrew as the bodies came in. He and Jill and Lord Austin, who came out last week and apologized for not telling his boss that he was having surgery. Lord Austin should have been fired. I mean, we got to stop playing. <laughs> he should have been fired. He should have been relieved of his duties. Now, they're doing some investigation. Why are they doing an investigation, Andrew? What are they going to find out? The investigation is going to only make him look good. <laughs> the same way the investigation into the cocaine found in the White House. Oh, we don't know who it is. Oh, we found out who it is. It's someone, but we're not going to tell you. The same way the investigations on the aide who was caught with his butt up in the air being plugged. Oh and they're God. not going to file any charges against him. Oh, there is nothing wrong. No, no, no uh, laws were broken. Really? I mean, it's, it's enough that you want to laugh about it, really. It's like we're living in bizarro world, 2024, and we're going to talk about that on one of our other shows. That man should, they should, he should have been locked up. Yeah. And they want to talk about, oh, Jan 6, oh my God, look, this was horrible. Look at what they did. Republicans need to talk about this nonstop all the time. I don't care how seedy it is. I don't care how uncomfortable it makes you feel. They should talk about it. There was gay sex being held in the chambers of the Senate. Gay sex, gay sex, gay sex. Okay? And if you want to say gay sex, you should say sex, period. And it should not have happened. Yeah, it's not motel sex. And uh, let's not forget now that it's Black History Month to remember that uh, Jamal Bowman's the first black congressman to ever interrupt an official Congress congressional proceeding by pulling the fire alarm. I mean, that's another one that they have not held accountable and act like, oh, there's nothing to see here. This guy only uh, pulled this fire alarm to try and delay this vote. Uh, this really set a bad precedent from Republicans to just let this guy go without being held accountable. And now we're seeing it again uh, with this uh, gay incident in Congress. I mean, I don't even know what else to call it, but uh yeah, once again, they're saying, oh, nothing to see here. Jay Joe will not be held accountable for the airstrikes in Iran. Not in Iran, but Jordan and Yemen that killed three black soldiers. Joe will not be held responsible for going on some crazy rampage and just firing indiscriminately at targets that are of inconsequential to anyone. He's just doing it to make it seem as if, oh, okay, I did it. He will not be held accountable. It is time we hold him accountable. It is time we hold him accountable for destroying the United States of America, for destroying our borders and causing this crisis. It is time they hold him accountable. And I'm sorry, Andrew, no one else can do it but Donald J. Trump. And I don't care how he does it. He gets down to the nitty gritty and he calls him out and he says that he's incompetent. And this would have never happened had he been 
in office and he's speaking the truth. So for all you little soccer moms, you little suburban moms who, well, we can't vote for him because he hurts my feelings. I don't care about your feelings. We need to replace them with someone else who will vote, who, who understands what's going on. We need to look somewhere else for votes. Because these women, these little people in the suburbs, they will sit there and allow people to come in and destroy this country, rip it apart. As I mentioned during the opening, Iran already probably have sleeper cells here waiting to attack, waiting in suburban America, waiting to attack. And that's the reason why Joe won't go after them directly. He's afraid. He's feckless. He's weak. He's a pathetic leader. Yes, I said it. Some will say, oh, respect the office. I'm respecting the office. Joe Biden is respecting the office. The Democrats are respecting the office by allowing some senile old man to be in the office who's probably pooping in his pants. He can't walk straight. He's senile. He can't give a straight speech without fumbling and mumbling. He's an embarrassment. He's a complete embarrassment. He's a failure. And he should not be in this White House, Andrew. Yeah, very well said. Rob, you guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available in America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew after this short break. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them, from improving immune health and supporting gut health to reducing the appearance of wrinkles and even improving mind, mood, and energy. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop. That's AmericaOutloud.shop. And use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use CoFixRx because it works. Just in case you guys haven't realized it, but uh, I'm fired up tonight. I'm completely fired up. Not that I'm not fired up any other night. But especially tonight, with learning some of the things that we're finding out, seeing what's happening in this great country a country that Joe Biden is trying to destroy. I want to say the names of those soldiers again. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders, Brianna Alessandro Moffett. These were the soldiers who were killed serving this great country. Sergeant Rivers was only 46 
Sanders, 24. Muffet, 23. Now just think about that. They gave their lives for this country. They are heroes, not George Floyd. These are the heroes. Because they did what George Floyd would not do and could not do. I think the three of them started in the military, I think, through ROTC and then decided to join full time. All Georgians. Who else is from Georgia? Fanny Willis. A disgrace. Fast Fanny. Who's been exposed. And we're going to talk about her later on this week. Fast Fanny and her lover boy. A disgrace to Georgia. But these three soldiers, these three heroes, we should not forget them. Because they gave paid the ultimate sacrifice. And as Andrew said during the first block, Joe Biden is going to call the family. And they're going to leak some of the tape. Because, you know, they probably thought, oh, this is a great tape. And, of course, he tells a lie. My son, Bo. You know, Bo killed in Iraq. Like, Joe, will you please stop with the lie? The media won't call him out about it. Now, it's okay. I can understand if he makes a mistake once and says it. But this is consistent. So there's a couple of things that's going on. He's knowingly lying to get sympathy. Or he's just lost his marbles and he doesn't know that Bo did not die in Iraq. And Jill doesn't have the strength to tell him, honey, Bo didn't die in Iraq. He had brain cancer. So I don't know which one is going on, but either way, it looks bad. And this, this poor family, the woman just starts to break down in tears. And if you recall, remember when the first soldier was killed when Trump was in office and Trump called the family and the media tried to lie? Oh, he said this and he said this and he did X, Y, Z. And oh, he was disrespectful. And then they played the tape. And it was a beautiful tape, a beautiful phone call, as Trump would say. And then the families even said he was respectful. But each time Joe has gone to speak with the family, they've come back. They've said he calls more pain than good. But the media won't say anything about it. How about not allowing him to make any calls whatsoever? Maybe let Jill do it because he's not good at it. Even when he was standing on the tarmac, Andrew, the man looked as if though he was about to fall down. He was about to pass out. And I have to be truthful here. I want to be honest with you. I was hoping that he would collapse. I wanted him to collapse because then the American people would see it. And maybe then they would say he's not fit to serve. I'm tired of the games. Yes, I wanted him to collapse in front of us. The man should not be in office. Now, of course, if he were to step down, we would have Kamala Harris. She's not fit either, Miss Wordsmithing Word Salad. Joe didn't even want her. He wanted the governor of Michigan. But Obama forced him to put her on the ticket for DEI purposes. You put her on the ticket and all the women would vote for you. No one liked her. She's not a likable person. She didn't even like Joe. She said that Joe was a racist. Do you guys – I know my our audience don't – They our audience has, hasn't forgotten about it, but I'm sure other people that are listening, they've forgotten that she said Joe right. was a racist. Called him out on the busing. 
called him out on the busing, a busing that she wasn't even part of, but she claimed that she was. <laughs> and remember when she came out and she said, my mom used to say, what's wrong with you? You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? And then she started laughing about it. A coconut tree. Because she claims to be from Jamaica. Her mom is Indian. Her dad is black. These people, you can't, they, you can't make this up. 2024, who would have ever thought we would be where we are now? I certainly didn't see it. Because yeah. I saw Trump in office, Andrew. Rob, can you think of anyone that Joe Biden has fired in his administration uh, besides people that have been arrested, like Sam Britton? Uh, he was fired because uh, he was arrested for stealing the luggage. But, I mean, you look at Pete Buttigieg, you look at Mayorkas, Lloyd Austin. Nobody's fired in this administration, and they're all incompetent. I mean, Trump got a lot of criticism because he fired a lot of people. But when they weren't doing their job, Trump moved on, fired him, and would hire someone else. Uh, this Joe Biden, he he just keeps rolling out the same people and expects different results. They say that's the definition of insanity. You're so right, Andrew. I'm glad you brought that up. Because under Trump's administration, if you didn't do what you're supposed to do, he got rid of you. And the media thought it was hilarious. They thought, oh, this is incompetence. Trump, he can't get along with anyone. No. If you couldn't do your job, he got rid of you, and rightfully so. And he did the same thing with the uh, when they passed a law. Was it a law? Or he did something whereby you could fire civil servants, and which is a right thing to do. If you can't do your job, you shouldn't be there. Mallorca should have long since been fired. Lloyd Austin should have been fired. And we called it out when he hired Lloyd Austin. We said that he's a DEI hire. He's not going to do anything. We, had, we even had a guest to come on who was in the Army. And he said that Lloyd Austin, no one saw him as being some like stellar leader. I mean, the position that he had when he was in the Army is like, okay, he was just there. He wasn't going to make any waves. He was just going to do what he had to do, and that's it. And that's okay. A lot of people are that way. But leaders have a tendency of standing out. Leaders have a tendency of rising above the fray, rising above everyone else. Lord Austin has not risen above anyone. He looks like he's probably 6'4", but he hasn't risen above as far as being a leader. And neither has Joe Biden. Joe Biden, as I said, during the first block of the show toward the end, he is a failed president. Gosh, I can't believe I said the word, president. He is a failed person in that position. He should not be there. Just going back to Kamala, a lot of people are afraid that, you know, if he goes, she's going to step up. Okay, let her step up and then impeach her. Just keep it going, since impeachment seems to be a requirement of being the president nowadays. Right. If Joe Biden really wanted to protect the border, it wouldn't take Republicans impeaching and removing Mayorkas. He would have removed and replaced him himself. But this is just games Joe Biden's trying to play before the election. He doesn't want to secure the border. The Democrats don't want to secure the border. They just know that they're losing on the issue now. And now they're trying to act like it's Republicans who aren't voting on these ridiculous laws that allows 5,000 illegals in a day, for example, uh, that want to halt Border Patrol. When it's all Joe Biden and his administration, he could be using the laws on the books. He could be replacing these people who are doing a horrendous job like my orcas, but he's not doing any of that. He's not doing it because he's afraid to do it. 
He's not doing it because he's not a leader. He's not doing it because he doesn't know he needs to do it because Joe isn't in control. Joe goes out and says, we're going to attack Iran at a time and a place of our choosing. It will be our decision. I'm like, okay, we've heard that before. As soon as the soldiers came home, Joe said, okay, strike. And when you do it, I'm going home. I'm going to call it a, I'm going to call it a, uh, what do they call it? A tap or a day or whatever. I'm calling it out. Now I have nothing else to do, which is what he's always done. And remember how they used to make fun of George Bush Jr. When he would call it a call. I think that's what it is. They call it a call. They're like, okay, my day's over. I'm going back to the White House to rest. Joe does it consistently. Joe is never working. They roll him out to say a couple of words, and then they roll him back in. When those three soldiers were killed, Lloyd Austin was nowhere to be found. When all this ruckus was bubbling over, he was nowhere to be found. And you know what, Andrew? I bet you anything. Our adversaries knew that Lloyd Austin had taken leave of his position. I bet they knew. And that's the reason why they did what they did. And if I was a family of these three soldiers, I know that they're grieving. I'm not trying to tell them how to grieve or what they should or shouldn't do. But if it were my loved one, I would raise holy hell because this is inexcusable. And yes, when you're in war... When you're in the army, you never know what's going to happen. But this could have been avoided. This could have been avoided had Trump been in office because we would have been respected. Iran would not have carried out this evil plan. Iran wouldn't have gotten the billions of dollars. Iran would not be putting this oil on the market to sell to European countries who should rebuff them and say that we're not going to buy it. We have oil here in America, and Trump said it. We will sell it to Great Britain. We will sell it to Germany. But then you have people here saying, oh, no, we can't do it because we're, we're disrupting the wildlife. And we're disrupting this. And we're, no, you guys are disrupting it because you look at our big cities and what has happened. Crime has infiltrated our big cities. We have trash and garbage all over the streets. And these are the same people who are talking about the, the, the environment. But you're messing up the environment with garbage, with vermin, people living on the streets. What about that? That should, that should be a health uh, care challenge. Homeless people on the street, defecating on the street, spreading germs. But they won't say that that's a health issue. They'll say, oh, racism is a health issue. And you guys are the biggest racist, the folks on the left. These people need to be called out. Republicans must call them out nonstop. Put it out there. Give it the bullet points. Put it on every advertisement. Put it all over. I mean, just bombard the city with posters and billboards. And as I've often said, where are these conservative billionaires? Why aren't they out trying to fight the fight? Why is it that it's always people who don't have the means that they have who are out front trying to fight the fight, who are being targeted? Are you really conservatives? I mean, do you care about this country the way you say it? Or are you just saying it in words only like Nikki Haley? Now, we're finding out that she's just one big walking, talking rhino who's in it for herself. We need to wake up. Yes, I'm calling out both sides. I call out the left and the right, irrespective of what party they're in. If you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're going to get called out. It's just so unfortunate right now that Joe Biden is in the line of fire. He and his administration and the Democrat Party, who have done nothing but to lower the standards of Americans, lower the standards of this great country. And that is the reason why Iran has decided to stand up to fill that gaping hole that Joe Biden left. Now, it would have been interesting had I been talking about that uh, 
that congressional aid, the Democratic congressional aid, and somehow tied the last word that I said about a gaping hole in together. <laughs> that would have been kind of hilarious now that I think about it. <laughs> but like I said, we'll talk about that later on in the week. But that just came across like, oh, wow, I should have tied the two together somehow. But I will next uh, later on in the week, so stay tuned. But back to what I was saying, uh, Iran just stepped up. And next will be China. What, do you blame them? I mean, if I was an adversary of the United States and I'm like, hey, I need to get as much done as I can, I would do it while Joe Biden is sitting right there in office. He's taking his eyes off the prize. He can't see. He's not thinking rationally. Jill Biden is probably running around trying to do all this. Jill, and she's probably getting, uh, getting directors from Barack Obama, whom she doesn't like because he forced her husband to use Kamala Harris. Yeah, he's crapping his pants literally and figuratively every time something like this happens where uh, three American soldiers die because he doesn't know what's going on and he doesn't know what to do next. Three American soldiers we had 13 soldiers to get killed in Afghanistan after that failed withdrawal, which was a complete failure, a complete failure that the media has still been trying to hide. We need for history to judge these characters and judge them harshly. You're right. And you know, Rob, he said we're calling out the right and we've been calling out the right for quite some time. We've told our listeners that we wouldn't donate to the Republican Party right now with Ron McDaniel at the helm, uh, donate directly to the candidates. And you look at what's happened. The RNC had its lowest fundraising quarter at the end of 2023. Uh, the American Patriots in this country have lost faith in the rnc and aren't willing to donate money to them anymore and how could you blame them look at how sad this republican party has been uh since trump left office i mean people are always like uh, the dissenters are always like oh why do you guys always have to go back to trump well it's like look at what happens without trump they just fold to the democrats uh if trump wasn't standing up right now against this bill in the Senate, uh, it sounds like a lot of them would be folding to Democrats again. Uh, this is what we're, we're, we want to avoid. This is what Nikki Haley would bring back, the days of just collapsing and habituating to what the Democrats want. We need to stop doing this. Stop bowing down to what Democrats want and start doing what's best for the country. And what's best for the country is to get rid of Joe Biden. Get rid of him. And let Trump come back in. Now, I know you yes. guys have heard the polls. You've seen the polls. Oh, Trump, he, last week it was, oh, he's beating Joe Biden. Now, oh, he's not beating Joe Biden. And we're going to hear that backwards and forward. But what Republicans have got to do is make the case. And I think one of the biggest cases right now is that Joe Biden is going to get us in another war I say get us in, he's going to keep us in a war, just like the war in Ukraine and in Israel. I do believe that Israel could just immediately solve that situation that they're in right now if they use all their might and said, look, we have nothing to lose, all to gain. Let's just go in, scorch earth, and get rid of Hamas and let, them, let, let it fall where it falls. Because we just can't keep going on like this. They don't want to give us back our people, so we're just going to go scorch earth which is what we need to do with Iran. You go in, you bomb their oil reserves and say, and you better not do anything about it because if you do, we're going to put something on you. But see, that's what Trump would do. Well, it wouldn't even have gotten to that because Trump would have already taken out someone and said, now I dare you to counter that. 
And the only thing Iran would do is say, oh, well, we're going to come back at a time of our choosing. And it's, yeah, okay, that's all. That, that's, that, that, you better say that because if you say anything else, you're going to be delayed or rest in peace. That's what needs to happen, Andrew. Yeah, well said. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Sale, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements. Rob and I are so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com or over to AmericaOutloud.shop where you'll be able to find the link. Use the promo code OUTLOUD to save on Healthy Cell. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. The pandemic may be over for some. But millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. A suppression of truth in a world of darkness, void of any soul, requires that we are rightly informed, properly equipped, and strongly motivated to fight the corruption. AmericaOutloud.news is that place to awaken your heart, soul, and mind to the Outloud truth. Is our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Clean, pure, with premium ingredients. Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop. And it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. 
available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. I'm going to open up the last half of the show, saying the names of the fallen soldiers. Sergeant William Jerome's Rivers. Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders. Specialist Brianna Alexandria Muffet. Three brave soldiers. Let's not forget them. When the 13 soldiers lost their lives in Afghanistan, Andrew and I mentioned their name just about on every show because we didn't want you to forget them. We didn't want you to forget that they were somebody's loved one, someone's son, someone's daughter, someone's dad, someone's lover, nephew, niece. Their lives mattered. And when these brave young men and women go to war, they know what they're up against. But they're always praying and hoping that they get back home to the bosom of their families. And their families are praying and hoping the same thing. And there's always that knock on the door that they're fearful of, the families not knowing what news is going to be on the other side. Sometimes that knock on the other side of the door is in fact their loved one who's making a surprise visit home. But more times than not, that knock on the other side of the door is a knock of not good news. It's a knock that your loved one isn't coming home. And I'm being told that when they send someone out, that person stays with the family. As long as they need them there, they just don't tell them the news and go away. So just imagine having to deliver that type of news, knowing that you're going to be there for the long haul. Whereas for Joe Biden, calls up the phone, makes up some story, and that's it. And you remember when Trump was in office, how the media, they just like just rode him and said, oh, he can't do this. He just this. He can't. He can't. But each time Trump has always risen to the occasion to make America's feel good. Remember I said during the second block that when he called the military family who had lost their loved one and he spoke with them, the media had this huge spin on, oh, it was a horrible phone call and they wish he had never called and they said this and they said that. And of course the media went out and spoke to family members that were distant family members that knew nothing about the phone call just to get them to say something negative about Trump. The same way they always go to Trump's niece, whom Trump has never met, never sat down with, probably saw her at a wedding, but they don't have a great relationship. Whenever something happens in Trump's life, they go and go to the niece. Oh, what do you have to say, Mary Trump? And then she creates some big dramatic story. She knows nothing about it. 
the same way they did Levi Johnston with Sarah Palin, who dated her daughter, as if though he dated Sarah Palin. Whenever something happened, oh, let's go get Levi Johnson. Levi, what do you have to tell us about this? And he would go pontificating and everybody laughing. Ha, 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 Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It was a source that really wasn't a source, just made up. And we know the media makes up sources. But in this instance, they were able to find a source, and they just say, oh, just say, say whatever you want to say. It doesn't matter. As long as it's negative, we'll keep you going. So just imagine, they said the same thing about Trump. But then there was one woman, she was a black woman, who said that Trump invited them to the White House. And she said, I'm saying this on my own. No one asked me to say it, but I want to set the record straight. He was very compassionate and generous, and he listened. He didn't do a lot of pontificating like George, not George, but uh, Joe Biden. But Trump listened. He didn't go into some made-up story about, well, you know, this person, my great-uncle, he died. No, he listened. And sometimes, Andrew, that's more important to listen than speaking. And make certain that you're listening with all ears and being honest with it. And they said that he did that. Very compassionate. Whereas Joe, huh, he's on the phone talking about Bo. Because that's all he knows. He doesn't know how to feel people's, the feelings, their emotions are connect. Now, they always said that Bill Clinton was great at it. That he was able to go and he would talk and you could feel it. And I have to admit, I met him. And man, he, he makes you feel as if though you're the only person in the room. He will focus in on you. Now, of course, he's probably thinking about 100 million other things. But he has managed to fine-tune that art to make you think that you, at that moment, you are the most important person. It's a skill. I don't know if you can learn it or not. But Joe Biden doesn't have it. I think Joe Biden feels uncomfortable when he's making those phone calls. But then, too, because he's not in himself, he has dementia, he probably just says, okay, Joe, this person's son died, daughter died, just make them feel good. And, you, and, you can, and he probably, what do I say? Well, tell them about Bo. Let them know that you've been there. Show some empathy. And, of course, that's all he needs to do. And, and I'm sure that when he talks about Bo, whom I think was like his favorite son, those emotions do come up. Because we know that Hunter is a complete failure. Now, now he probably leans on Hunter more because that's his only son. And he knows that this is my only son who's a complete failure, and he's subject to go off the rails at any moment. So I've got to make him think that he's the life of my life. But Bo was a different story. And Hunter's his bag man, so he's got to stay somewhat close. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hunter's his bag man. He has got the family all the money that they have because Joe certainly didn't get it off of a senator's salary. And Joe hasn't even written a book. Most senators write, write books, and they can at least lie about it and say, okay, the money came from here. Although we know a lot of times these publishing houses will give them that money just to do the book. Yeah, but Bagman, uh, Hunter, this family's corrupt, and they're bringing down America. They're bringing us down, bringing yeah. us down to our knees. You're right, and I'm completely disgusted by uh, Peter Navarro getting prison time for uh, his defying his subpoena. And here you have uh, Hunter Biden. Once again, the Republicans slow walking 
the process with him. I mean, when he showed up there and uh, made a mockery of defying his subpoena, there should have been immediate action taken. Instead, it was in the news for today, and then the Republicans, they just let it go. What's going on with Hunter Biden? Uh, They continue to slow walk this. It's as if though they're afraid to just go, again, scorch earth, I'll use that phrase again, on Hunter Biden. They're afraid that if we say this, if we do something, we don't know what's going to happen on the other side. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen on the other side. Hunter Biden will probably end up in jail. And as we've all said, regardless as to what takes place, Hunter will be exonerated unless Joe happens to die. And if he were to die, I'm sure Hunter would run and say, Dad, Dad, do you want to pardon me? Pardon me now. Dad, pardon me. Can you imagine? But I, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And in fact, I think that that is possible. And I think that Hunter would do it if he felt that he, unless Joe died in his sleep. If Joe were like on his sickbed and they called all the family members in, that would probably be the first thing Hunter would say, Dad. I need for you to pardon me. I hate to ask you this. Now, Joe would probably be mad, thinking that, Hunter, you're only thinking of yourself. Well, what do you th- who else do you think he's going to think about? He's always thinking about himself. And then if, if Joe were to mysteriously die in his sleep, I'm sure they would create this entire thing that Joe left instructions to pardon his son. Andrew, I bet he's already done it. I bet you anything. He has left instructions that if he happens to die, the next person should pardon his son. And if he dies in office, if I were Kamala Harris, I would say, no, I'm not. I'm going to let this go through. I'm not going to pardon him. So either way, Hunter has been shielded. But I want to bring up something right. else when you, since you brought that up, Andrew. Were you about I to say something? Pardon him. I was just going to say I think she would pardon him, though, you just so? because uh, Hunter Biden knows a lot about the Democrats and their corruption. So uh, they want to keep that under wraps, so they'd just rather <laughs> pardon them and make them go away. Pardon me. Yeah, she probably would, because she'd probably say, hey, I'm in the office now. So why not? Just go ahead and give I'll let Jill sweat it out, but I'll go ahead and pardon him. Yeah, Jill he's, been, be... he's been to the Coke parties and the orgies. Uh, they want those <laughs> under wraps. Well, and I'm sure she knows a whole lot about that, because our girl Kamala is not some queen little church girl. I mean, let's just be honest here. She's not some little church girl. She's been around the blocks more than a few times. I'm just throwing it out there. We have to be honest now. But I want to say something else as we, as we, we you know, near the end of this, the show, talking about Biden and this war and him giving Iran the heads up where they're going to fire or bomb so that they can get their men out of the way and get their uh, machinery, artillery out of the way, which is ridiculous because you don't let them know about it. You just do it. So while the media is running around with his hair on fire saying, oh, my God, what is Joe doing? Oh, my God, Joe. Oh, he's sure he has strength. No, Joe isn't. Joe knows exactly what he's doing. He's not going to cause any harm, do no harm, because he knows that they're subject to release some information about something that he's done. So he's playing that he's being very methodical in a way in doing this, giving them the heads up. And I'm sure Benjamin Netanyahu knows it. He's probably like, oh, my God, do they actually know who they have in office? This man is insane. The same Joe Biden that he called when they claimed that Joe Biden had won and said, oh, congratulations, thinking he was going to be able to work with Joe. Yeah, right. Uh, Obama has Joe's balls in his hands and he's squeezing them. Let's just be honest. Obama has the balls. He's squeezing them. Obama didn't like Benny, uh, Bibi Netanyahu. 
So, of course, he's going to uh, tell Joe to do everything he can against him, which is just downright wrong because that's our adversary. I don't care how you feel about the Jewish community. That's just wrong. Okay. And all this hate toward the Jewish community makes absolutely no sense. You should have more hate toward Hamas who gave us 9-11. But, you know, hey, th this is who they are. But I want to say this. Uh, got a couple of minutes left. And we'll talk about this later on this week as we look at the Trump indictments. And I think they're supposed to be going before the Supreme Court at some point to testify. I don't know if it was today or tomorrow. But anyway, this is what I want to put out there. When they're talking about Trump having complete immunity, et cetera, et cetera, and people saying, oh, no, he doesn't. You know, him saying things in office, as he said, he said that Jean Carroll was uh, – he never met her. She's a liar because he was trying to protect the presidency. He said this in 2019. So why is it some years later she's not going to bring up a lawsuit and they want to give her $83 million because they say that he slandered her? You mean to tell me that if someone accuses me of a crime, I can't say they didn't do it? That's stupid. And that court case should be tossed out completely, and it better be because if it's not, I'm telling you folks right now, this is going to come back and haunt us. It's going to bite us on the butt because whenever you try to defend yourself, you won't be able to do it, and they're going to always go back to this. They're going to always go back to this, and we should call them out also for trying to change the laws to go after people, which is what they did for Jean Carroll. And the women who were behind her, who were protecting her, or not protecting her, but representing her, they were behind that law being changed. We better wake up because they're changing laws to serve their purposes only. But the point I want to make here really quick is that – so they're saying that President Trump doesn't have complete immunity and that anyone can bring up charges against him. Well, if that's the case – when Joe Biden gets out of office, can I bring up charges against him for destroying the country? Can I bring up charges against him for taking us or involving us in a war? Because if he doesn't have a complete immunity, and if you're saying that you can go after him, then I should be able to go after him or any other American citizens for what he's putting us through right now. Anyone who's lost a loved one due to violence, anyone who's lost a loved one due to these illegals that are coming here because of our borders have been breached, they should be able to sue Joe Biden and his administration, but mainly Joe Biden because of what happened. And if you remember, when this lawsuit came up, Bill Barr said that they wanted to take this on and they wanted to represent the president because he made those comments while he was in office and a court said, no, you can't do it. So even Bill Barr knew that this was wrong. But he's quiet about it now. I bet you guys forgot about that. That they wanted to take this on and say, no, you can't, you cannot go after him. He made the comments when he was in office and it was protected. You see how they confuse things? They mix it up? So if they're going to do that, then we should be able to go after Joe Biden for taking us into this war, for getting us involved with uh, Ukraine and uh, Israel and Hamas, and now with Iran. We should be able to go after him for all these bad decisions that he's made, mainly at the border. And maybe that's what the Supreme Court was saying. If he gets out of office, we can sue. These states can sue Joe Biden personally and take all of his assets that he got illegally thanks to his bag man, Hunter Biden. Think about it. I'm serious. Think about this because that's in essence what's being played out. The media won't connect the dots, but I'm connecting the dots for you. That's what's at stake here. So if they can go after Trump, if the Supreme Court comes back and say he's not protected, okay, that's dangerous because then we will be able to go after all these previous presidents. Let's say let's go after Obama for saying that I'm okay with gay marriage and look at the, 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 the downfall that has happened since he's done that. 
gender reaffirming surgery and all this other crazy stuff. Even with uh, Obamacare, people can complain and say, oh, my uh, premiums went up and I couldn't pay it. I couldn't pay my premiums and I had the sickness and it metastasized because I couldn't pay the premiums and I lost my insurance. You see how, how all this connects? But the media won't show you that. They'll play it down. They'll tell you there's nothing to see here. When in actuality, there's more to see there than meets the eye. All one needs to do is to sit back and think. So what are they doing? Change the players. Change the situation. And let's see what they'll say now. But they're hoping that you won't connect the dots. That's the reason why here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we are connecting the dots for you. It's time to wake up, America. It's time to wake up, get mad, and stand up and call these infidels, as the Muslims always say, call them out. Because they're not good. They don't care about America. They're more concerned about everything else other than your rights. And that's the reason why we're involved in this ridiculous war with Iran and not standing up, Andrew. Yeah, very well said, Rob. Hard to believe, but we're already out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. It's available on iHeartRadio. As always, you can also find the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream, or check out the all-new AmericaOutloud.news website. Looks great. We'll see you guys next time. Remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.